Is it time for you to live healthier? If you are looking to eat better, exercise more effectively, and incorporate fitness and health into your daily activities and hobbies, this is the show for you. Welcome to Right Choices with Dietrich Wright. Dietrich has two decades of sports and fitness coaching experience, and he's here to tell you how it can be easy with less injury, time, money, and travel necessary. Now, here is your host, Dietrich Wright. Greetings. You are listening to Right Choices on Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. You know, one of the things I always realize and the reason why I love partaking and coaching and being part of sports is because there are so many parallels that happen in sports that we see in our society. You know, the amount of opportunities there are given, you know, a lot of times between individuals financially as far as their salaries, their wages, can vary from place to place, from career to job, you name it. But one of the things that's very interesting about sports, if you were to look at it and sit and say, what is truly the difference between female sports and a male sports, a lot of times it's just the opportunity to play the game. In the U.S., of all the major team sports we have, there's only two professional team sports that you don't have a woman and a men's team for. And that's fast pitch, hard baseball and American football. Most other sports, there's another variant version of both men and women playing as far as team sports. So when we look at that, and a few weeks ago, we talked about in a previous episode on August 12th, we talked about let them play. We're discussing, you know, since Title IX, the opportunities that women had prior to the passing of Title IX to even partake in physical activities beyond just recreational play. Fast forward that now, we're talking decades later, and we still see a huge disparity between men and women being paid to play the same game. There's a huge wage gap. And I'm not quite sure how or what we need to do as a society to close that gap. But what I want to do is create and have this conversation because, like I stated, there's too many things that we have happen in our lives that we can see in sports that carry overs to real life. You have athletes who are making choices to make a stand, to make a political point. And one in particular athlete right now currently you may or may not agree with it. You may say that, hey, he's perhaps being blackballed because of stance he is making politically. Well, in the conversation we can have today when we're talking about we got game two, we're talking about females being able to be paid somewhat more respectable than what they're receiving now in their professional athletic careers. Like I talked about, opportunity and accessibility for females to compete in competitive, excuse me, competitive professional leagues are lower than men. The two most prominent professional women's sports league, according to viewership and media coverage, is the Women's National Soccer Team and the Women's National Basketball Association. The U.S. Women's National Soccer Team has played in the most watched match in U.S. with nearly 24, excuse me, 25.4 million viewers. In addition, the women's national team 
created more than $16 million more in revenue when compared to the national men's team. Quote, we are the best in the world, have three world championships, World Cup championships, four Olympic championships, and the men get paid more to show up than we get paid to win championships. This is a quote from Hope Solo. So let's put that in perspective when we're talking about the women national soccer team. The men's German soccer team won the World Cup in 2014. They received $35 million. The women's national team won the World Cup in 2015, taking home $2 million. In 2016, the women's national team filed a federal complaint with the Equal Opportunity Commissions against the U.S. Soccer Federation. Now, the basis of their complaint was is that the U.S. Soccer Federation is a non-profit organization. Now, there are other sports that women do play that have a huge following and popularity. There's tennis. There's golf. And tennis, by far, is the most lucrative sport for women in terms of pay. In fact, tennis is the only sport in the world that places a female athlete in Forbes magazine with their prize money. In 2015, Maria Sharapova came in 26 with $29.6 million. Serena Serena Williams was 47th with $24.6 million as the number one ranked player in the world. Now, when we look at averaging their prize money, there is an average of Serena, 11.6 million to Maria's 6.7 million, okay? Now, comparing the female professional tennis players to the top players in men's, like Novak Djokovic, I hope I, I probably pronounced his name wrong, but oh well, warrants a closer look at the bottom line. If you look at Novak's earning potential, Per victory, he earned $256,000, while Serena earned two hundred and nineteen. Let's look at golf. The LPGA offered $61.6 million in purse money during 2015. Lydia Ko of New Zealand took in $2.8 million, while her male counterpart, Jordan Spade, Captured twelve million. So there's wage gap disparities even in other sports like golf and tennis. But comparative to women's soccer and women's basketball, by far an LGPA player and a women's tennis player are closer in the wage gap differences than you have in those two other sports. The National Basketball Association owns the Women's National Basketball League and the WNBA players only receive 33% of the league's revenue while players in the NBA receive 50%. Now, if you break that down in context, that 33% is nearly the same percentage of revenue sharing 
paid to professional male athletes back in the 1950s. It's 2017. What men professionally receiving pay revenue percentage-wise, women today in the WNBA is receiving that same percentage of revenue sharing. The average player salary in the WNBA is 75000 By comparison, the average player's salary for the National Basketball Association during the 2013 to 2014 season was roughly 66 times greater, or in other terms, let's talk about money, $4.9 million according to Forbes. Diana Taurasi, considered one of the top players in the WNBA, was paid the WNBA's maximum salary of $107,000 in 2014, winning the championship, and the most valuable player. If you look in 2013 to 2014 season, in the same city, the Phoenix Suns signed Deontay Christmas for only 198 minutes. He was paid the league minimum of $490,000 compared to a season played by the best player in the WNBA, Diana Taurasi, $107,000 for only 198 minutes. Last summer, Diana Taurasi, she took the WNBA season off. And her taking a time period and not playing for that season, she also plays for a Russian team the UMMC at Kettenberg, where she receives $1.5 million not to play in a WNBA season, just resting. She made more money not playing and getting paid for this Russian team than she does partaking and playing for the Phoenix Mercury. ESPN and Turner Sports pays the NBA a combined $2.8 billion annually for televising the games, whereas ESPN pays the WNBA $12 million for their rights. That's half of 1% of the NBA deal, which, like I previously stated, players only receive 33% of the league's revenue. If you look at that, the highest paid WNBA player receives one-fifth of the lowest paid NBA player in the league. Now, I understand you're talking about an entity where the NBA is bringing in avenue annual revenue of $2 billion. But when you're looking at contractually, we're talking about the revenue sharing between the WNBA and the NBA players. If you just look strictly at the point where $12 million is paid to the league, $2.8 billion paid to the NBA. If the players received in the WNBA a higher percentage of that $12 million, they would be closer to closing somewhat of that gap, but they're not there. So when we're looking at the WNBA, we're talking about there's this huge 
wage gap disparity in professional sports. A women's national soccer team has more wins and has wins in comparison to their male counterparts in the men's national team. The men has never won or medaled in the Olympics or the World Cup. But the women have three World Cup championships. And yet they are asking our government to pay them what they feel is equal to the work that they have earned. We're going to take a commercial break. We're going to come back in another segment. We're going to discuss more involved into the disparities we see in the wage gap differences in sports for women professionally. You're listening to Right Choices on Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Step by step, you made it through the journey of pregnancy. Now your baby is in your arms and you're on the cusp of a new journey, breastfeeding. As a new parent, you receive a lot of advice, much of it conflicting, some of it outdated. Tune into Born to be Breastfed with host Marie Biancuso to bust through the myths about feeding your baby. Marie and her guests will help you figure out what you can expect and put you on the best and surest path on your breastfeeding journey. Listen every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. busy, stressed, and can't ever seem to find the time to add in those new healthy habits, you need to check out Lisa Lutan's busy, stressed, and food-obsessed show. This program will help you discover easy ways to improve your health and happiness. Plus, you will pick up all sorts of tips on better eating, fitness, relationships, how to manage stress, and a lot more. You'll feel yourself becoming healthier just by tuning in. Listen live every Thursday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health & Wellness. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Right Choices with Dietrich Wright. We'd love for you to participate in today's program. Call in now to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to Dietrich at drightchoices.com. Now, back to the show. Again, thank you for listening to Right Choices on Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Before we took our commercial break, we were talking about and I was showing to you some of the disparities we're seeing athletically, professionally for females in regards to wage gap differences in our country. 
you look at two prominent team sports, basketball and soccer. Not only are these two sports where there are opportunities for men and women to play professionally, but there's huge similarities in exactly how the game is played. All things being considered, we're talking about the same size court, same size net for both soccer. There's the same size goal, and in basketball, is the same size net. You look at the size of the field, same size court, same size field. So the game itself, there's not much variant difference between it. Only difference being there's men's game and there's a women's game. The flip side of that, if you look at the difference between soccer between the men's national team and the women's national team, like I spoke of back in August 12th, we talked about the women's game has only been played in the Summer Olympics since the Atlanta Games back in 96. And so since 96, our U.S. women's national team have four Olympic championships. The men have played in the soccer Olympic Games or the Summer Olympic Games for soccer since the onset of the Olympic Summer Olympic Games. And they have nothing to show for anything related to championships or meddling. Our women's national team has seen such disparity that they feel that they are showing up to win championships and the male counterparts are just showing up. And yet our women's team felt such to be the degree to actually file a federal complaint to the Equal Opportunities Commission Board. There's been attempts to have, you know, professional soccer leagues for the women in our, in our country. Major League Soccer was originated for men back in 1993. The WMLS was originated in 2009, but folded in 2012. There's been another league, the National Women's Soccer League, since 2012 and the folding of the WMLS where there's currently 10 teams being played. But we look at the game of soccer, if we were to say just equate it to value of earning wins and popularity and even viewership, like I stated before the break, the women's national team has shown a great following. They've been, since the winning the championship this last time in the World Cup, they had the largest soccer match in U.S. history, large, largest viewership of a soccer match played here. 25.4 million viewers watched that, the most televised soccer match in U.S. They do not receive the same financial means as our men's national soccer team does. We like the game of basketball. It's a sport that which in college, when you come to March Madness, there's both the male game and their women's game. They both have a huge following. There's a huge success. However, there is, again, as in even in the NBA and the WNBA, there is a difference in the amount of revenue these teams do play. So there is an issue to be had here. There is not the same 
viewership or following we have in women's sports and we have in male sports or men's sports. So there is a huge gap there. But what we're simply trying to talk about here is discuss the fact that when we're looking at salary gaps, there's a huge disparity. You mean 54 years ago, there was the passing of the Equal Pay Act. And on a national non-sport level, women receive 79 cents to the dollar of a man. A WNBA player is receiving 67 cents to every dollar as a male NBA player. The best female or the best woman in, in the league, in the WNBA, Diana Taurasi, receives one-fifth of the pay of the lowest average in the in NBA, excuse me, for a male salary. A, an NBA player received 66% greater amount of money playing for 198 minutes compared to Diana Taurasi playing her full league season. And when I look at that and my involvement in coaching and everything, I always believed and I always taught and, and encouraged and let my daughter know there's not much that she can't do that ML can do. And I've always in, impacted and believed and let her know that you can do any and all things that you want to do and know your worth. But it's kind of difficult when you have one of the greatest players in the WNBA, excuse me, in the WNBA, you have the women's national soccer team knowing their worth, but yet they're not being paid their worth. So how do we close that? It starts with simply having this conversation. And how do we increase the viewership of the following we get to support female athletics? There's popularity in softball, and young ladies play softball all the time. We don't have necessarily a huge following or even the opportunities to take that to a professional level beyond just the international softball team we have. Maybe perhaps someday there will be a female who will break the sex barrier and perhaps can play hardball, fast-pitch baseball in the majors. Who's to say that's not a possibility? I mean, it wasn't that long ago we had the first African-American male break the color barrier with Jackie Robinson in baseball. This is what I'm referring to when I've been talking about sports is a great opportunity to show in our society our limitations we may have, how we view things, how we support things. It's not to say it's good, it's not to say it's bad, but there's definitely a point where we got to understand and re recognize and be aware that there's a huge difference. 54 years ago, the Equal Pay Act was passed. And we still are showing these differences we have in our society, not even just in sports, of the value a woman is making in compared to a male counterpart for the same job. 
I would have personally difficulty being a trainer, knowing that my training worth or what I charge would not be the equivalent of a male, same stature, same experience than myself, but happens not to be African-American. But again, there's there's some differences that honestly we look at. We have economic diversities as well because some parts of our country is more expensive than the others. But when we're looking at sports, when we're looking at revenue sharing, percentage differences between the WNBA in particular here and the NBA, where the NBA players receive 50% of the revenue sharing and the women is only receiving 33%. Yet, when you look at how much the rights are being parried or purchased from the WNBA, which is the same, the NBA owns the same league, they're only receiving $12 million for the same viewership. So there's something that has to be done to help increase the support and following for women athletics. And we're just talking about, like I said, mostly team sports. And there have been some cases where in the individual realm of sports where we do have women who have done a good job as far as breaking some barriers. I mean, when you look at it, even in NASCAR, you have, you know, Danica Patrick, who is competing in IndyCar or in NASCAR. And she is, in a lot of ways, as an individual competing as an individual, not on a team, she is having a greater earning potential in that sport than any woman playing on a team sport. I mean, she earned $13 million last year. Great deal of this is through endorsements, but this is where a lot of times when you don't look at the differences where male athletes in team sports the great deal of their salary comes from their endorsements, which helps counter their salaries. But when we look in strictly at the salaries, there's a huge wage gap differences. We talked about, you can even look at even, let's say, in MMA. One of the most popular female fighters we had was prior to her unsuccessful recent turn of events in her fights, Ronda Rousey. Even Ronda Rousey in MMA, she has had a point where she had a really good earning potential. I mean, she earned more than $6 million. A half of that was in endorsements as well in 2015. So what do we do as a society? How do we close this gap? How do we increase and gain support? How do we continue to encourage our young ladies to not give up or be despaired because of the fact that there's this difference between how they see themselves being valued and paid versus a male playing the exact same sport. It's a tough line, but we got to do it. We're going to take another commercial break. We're going to come back and continue this conversation. You're listening to Right Choices on Voice America Health and Wellness Channel.
Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. What does health look like in an ailing world? How do we tend what needs our care? Join Revolutionary Wellness Talk Radio hosts each week as we explore pathways to health for self, society, and the planet. We are home to a range of voices, as there is no single roadmap for meeting the challenges of our times. Tune in Thursdays at 2 p.m. Pacific and 5 p.m. Eastern Time to expand your perspective, deepen your attention, and cultivate practices that support personal, communal, and global health on Voice America's Health and Wellness Channel. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Right Choices with Dietrich Wright. We'd love for you to participate in today's program. Call in now to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to Dietrich at drightchoices.com. Now, back to the show. Again, greetings. Thank you for listening to Right Choices on the Voice America Health and Wellness channel. Uh, We have been discussing and talking about the wage gap differences we are seeing in athletics and particularly professional level in sports. Um, it's definitely something to be discussed and talk about when, again, let me just give you a point of emphasis because numbers really kind of help drive home the show, the difference that we have in this gap. WNBA players in their season, they play 34 games as compared to the NBA. They play 82 games. Um, the highest played player, like I stated, in the WNBA makes roughly one-fifth of that of the lowest paid player in the NBA. 52 years ago, 52 NBA players earned much more than all of the players in the WNBA combined. Now, like I stated, I understand. I It's really truly hard to kind of compare the NBA, which is it's huge – Global entity, which earned last season $5 billion, compared to the WNBA, which, like I stated before the segment break, the ESPN pays the, the league $12 million for its viewership rights. Again, that, that breakdown is half of 1% of the NBA's deal. But the league minimum in the NBA is $525,000. 
the WNBA league minimum last summer was $38,000. You had an NBA player only playing for 198 minutes, make way more money than most players combined in the WNBA. $12 million is paid to the WNBA sports viewership by ESPN. And again, the league, the players, received only 33% of the revenue driven in the WNBA. Perhaps if you look at it and say the WNBA season is offered or shown in a time period which maybe is not very conducive to gain a large following. I mean, it is played during the summer season. A lot of people I know getting wallet with like as far as my workload in certain months in the month of during the summer, I should say, my client load drops off because my clients start taking vacations. People start getting out, enjoying life, doing things. Maybe perhaps this could be something that makes it difficult for the WNBA and its viewership if people are traveling, spending time with their family, their loved ones, doing things not necessarily sedentary where people are just sitting down watching television, even a sporting event. Perhaps that could be a part of the issue. Or if you go back and really look at it, when you talk about March Madness, the NCAA makes a huge amount of money with the coverage of March Madness. You have both the men's and women's teams playing. But when you look at the breakdown of how much revenue is driven or generated by the women's tournament versus the men's tournament, again, the same thing shows up. In the women's game, quite often, NCAA tournament actually loses some money. There's rarely a few teams that actually drive a large amount of revenue when it comes to their teams being involved in March Madness when compared to the men's tournament. So therein lies it shows that definitely the support of female athletics maybe beyond when it gets to a point where we're talking about Little League and coaching and parents out there supporting their kids. Once it gets beyond maybe high school and we start talking about collegially and post-collegiate careers, we have a drop-off. I'm not quite sure what that answer is. How do we gain that support? When we even look at the other aspects of perhaps, let's say, how many opportunities that women are even perhaps given to coach these teams? or even officiate these games. How much opportunity is there in that Why? You know, Coach Popovich of the San Antonio Spurs has done something which I think he's a huge trend center and I appreciate and respect the guy wholeheartedly for what he's doing. One of his top assistant coaches on his squad, and he's one of the first teams in the professional NBA to do so, Ha, has one of the assistant coaches, I think it's their assistant head coach, is a female. 
he is actually taking this opportunity to groom and give an opportunity mm-hmm. for a woman to to do a very job of which she should be able to do no differently than a male. We have in college basketball, like like let's look at UConn. UConn has a male coach. The women's team has a male coach. Do you think we will ever see the opposite? Do you ever think we'll see the point where there's actually a head coach that is a female coaching a men's basketball team in college basketball? I mean, I'm proud to say, hey, that I'm from University of Texas at El Paso. And you go back and you look at Coach Don Haskins. He did something what most people would not have done back decades and decades and decades ago with Texas Western. He changed the game of basketball, how it looked from that point. He started all five of his players, all six that played the game were all African-American. Look at the game of basketball itself. And you think about the amount of percentage of the players that play in basketball. That was the first time a coach played six players, five starters, and one off the bench that was all African-American. When the great deal of the percentage of the game is played by nearly over 79 to 82% African-Americans. It takes someone with conviction and understanding and want to see and have this awareness understand something's not right here. Why are we limiting ourselves to not allowing the athlete itself, themselves, I should say, show their ability? Allow them to play the game. And when they play the game, why not award them their worth? I mean, there's not going to be an expectation of thinking Diana Taurasi is going to get paid the same amount of money that Steph Curry just received. I mean, Steph Curry, his amount of money he just got just recently is huge. So I can't expect Diana Taurasi to receive that same kind of money. But when she's not even scratching at the surface of the lowest paid player in the NBA, that's a problem. And you have to look at it and say, hey, you and maybe perhaps as a league got to do more since you own the NBA and the WNBA. You as a league got to do more to increase and advance the Women's National Basketball Association. And maybe why are we stopping just there? I mean, because all honesty, part of the issues and problems that we see in basketball itself has been from the point where a great deal of these young men were going from high school straight into the NBA. How often would you see maybe perhaps a dominant female basketball player in high school have that same opportunity to go from high school level and play up into the WNBA? So a lot of times the avenue which the opportunities where we talk about quite often that women have to navigate to get to play at that same level is a lot more longer and strenuous than what a man has to do. Before the WNBA's conception, women were actually, like I stated, played in European teams. 
I spoke of Diana Taurasi, who just takes the WNBA season off because she's making way, way, way more money playing for this Russian team. And prior to the WNBA, that was one of the, the only options that our women's basketball athletes from post-college had to, to continue their love of the game. And many of which they had to, you know, have a normal job in order to supplant or succumb the difference economically in their life. 34 games played in the WNBA compared to 82. They are given a short window to play the game during summer months. They are limited with the resources given to them because of the fact that what is encouraging a female basketball player to play in the game when she can go overseas and make more money. To make more money taking a season off, getting a salary of $1.5 million compared to all the hard work and risk to injury and the demands played and demands made on a player in the WNBA receiving only $107,000. Clearly, these European teams, there is at least some value in closing some of that difference in the gap. And so they pay them closer to, not perfect, but closer to what a worth perhaps could be in that gap. But our highest paid player in the WNBA is receiving one-fifth of the lowest paid player in the NBA. When the average salary for the NBA is, again, 525000 versus in the WNBA, $38,000. That's where this huge gap, this huge wage gap is still there. We're going to take another commercial break. You're listening to Right Choices on Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events 
to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Right Choices with Dietrich Wright. We'd love for you to participate in today's program. Call in now to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to Dietrich at drightchoices.com. Now, back to the show. Again, thank you for listening to Right Choices on Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Uh, We've been discussing and talking about the huge wage gap disparities we see in professional sports between men and women. And a lot of these things of which we see can be attributed to how do we as a society increase our support and following in women athletics? It's difficult. I mean, people follow where the money is at. And currently, what we're seeing, the money is not being given to our female athletes even at the very highest level. And to show that the two sports, the two professional team sports that we have in this nation, that both the men and women play equally on the same size field, the same game, overall, soccer and in basketball, there is a lack of opportunity given from the standpoint of how many teams that these ladies have an opportunity to play on or how long their season are. I mean, like I stated, the Women's National League for Soccer, there's only 10 teams. MLS has over 20 teams. When you look at the WNBA, the women's, the WNBA's league is actually only 34 games, where NBA players play 82 games. That's regular season, but that's not including postseason. So... What do we do? How do we allow these opportunities or give more opportunities in allowing ourselves really truly to support and to encourage our ladies to continue playing the game? How do you tell someone that you are the best at what it is you do, but at the same time, we're not going to pay you your worth. And what exactly is that? Do we look at a male being strong because the way he shows himself and how he handles himself, he's strong. But when a woman would do the same thing in the same comparable position, 
is she looked at positive or negatively? When she's perhaps in that same position, she's maybe perhaps looked at considered difficult or a challenge to work with. For that male is thought of as he's a leader. He's strong. And then you look at it financially, and we're sort of talking about here's the again at the highest level that they can play their sport. Yeah, you are good, but you're not good enough for me to pay you your worth. That's a hard line to sit there and sell and to continue to go out there and train day in and day out to give yourself that opportunity to say, hey, hey, I am more valuable than that. And if that means for some of these ladies to that, hey, if you're not going to pay me my worth here stateside, there will be someone out there who sees my worth and at least gives me something more valuable than what you are giving me. As a black male, like I stated, I would have a hard time understanding as a trainer with 20 plus years of experience if a white male counterpart got paid more than me and we lived in the exact same area, worked at the exact same studio, used the same exact amount of equipment, and yet he got paid more than me and we're doing the exact same job. I would have a choice. I can't change the color of my skin. But I could choose to go to where, where someone's going to actually pay me my worth. No differently. You won't maybe perhaps even see the fact that my skin is black. So how do we stop allowing our limitations impact what it is we're actually seeing? And what it is what we need to see is the fact that these women athletes are amazing at what it is they do. We pointed out that the Summer Olympic Games only started playing soccer in 1996. And since 1996, our women's national team has dominated the game, winning four championships, winning three World Cups. And yet they're going to the U.S. Soccer Federation not asking for a handout. They're simply saying, hey, Pay me my worth. As a nonprofit organization, aren't you seeing the fact that we have brought and bring a bigger following than our male counterparts? But you're not going to pay me or give me a sharing of that as good or as great as a male counterpart in the game? That's a hard sell, like I stated. So a lot of the things to look at is say, if you were paid doing the exact same job for the exact same company, what would you do? Like I stated, the National Basketball Association owns the Women's National Basketball Association. And that's still, however, the WNBA players are only receiving 33% of the league's revenue, while players in the NBA receive 50%. That's nearly the same percentage of the revenue sharing paid to professional male athletes back during the 1950s. People, it's 2017. In 2015, the women's national team won their third World Cup championship being the highest televised soccer match watched in the U.S. with nearly 25.4 million viewers. That's a revenue of $16 million more than the men in 2014. 
So the money is not adding up. The German men's national team received $35 million winning the World Cup in 2014. The U.S. women's national team took home $2 million. Fast pitch baseball and American football are the only two sports in our nation that women and men don't both play on teams professionally. The soccer and basketball are two popular teams that we have as team sports in this country that are played on the exact same size field, same size court, utilizing the same goal size and the same net size. And yet the revenue generated and shared is not on the same level. And we're talking 54 years after the passing of the Equal Pay Act, professionally women basketball players are being paid 0.67 cents to the dollar of the NBA player receiving. The natural, excuse me, the national average of page of wage differences in the country is women generally makes 0.79 cents to every dollar of a man. So our female athletes, in particular WNBA players, are even lower than that. I really truly don't know what the solution is, um, but the, my point of today's show was to just to have the conversation with you, discussions. Some of these things, like I said, is difficult to see because we have our own limitations, we have our own blinders or our barriers we have in our lives. Sports is a microcosm of our society. It allows us to see individuals at the most vulnerable state perform at a high level, giving everything they got. And in this terms, in this issue, this point of which we're driving home today is all the woman is asking, all the women in this point in the time of the women's soccer team and ladies in the WNBA is asking, increase my share of what it is I bring to the table. And I don't believe that's asking too much. I think that's only fair. And as a society, I hope we can actually start supporting these ladies in their endeavors of increasing their share of the pie. I want to thank you for listening to our show today. Please follow me at the right choices at right appeal uh, on Facebook. My website is www.drightchoices.com. I want to thank Aaron, my engineer, and my executive producer, D. Daniels. Again, thank you so much for taking your time, joining and listening in. You have been listening to Right Choices on Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Thank you for tuning in to Right Choices. Be sure to join Dietrich Wright again next Saturday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you here next week.